Well, take your Bibles. Luke 17. Luke 17. We're already starting to play Christmas music on at least a radio station in Youngstown, uh, already Christmas music. Uh, but we're still going to give some highlight to Thanksgiving today. And also next Sunday, we're going to do Thanksgiving next Sunday as well. Is that all right? Shake your head. Yes. Good audience. Thank you very much. Luke 17. It's a pleasure to have my daughter with us. She lives in Medina. Megan's right back there. There we go. She's a physical therapist. She's actually a doctor. We don't call her that to keep her humble, but that's all right. It's nice to have Megan with us. Uh, Rocco, he worked all midnight last night, Akron Energy, keeping all your power on. So Rocco's home watching Phoebe. That's our grand dog. We have Phoebe the grand dog. So it's nice to have Megan here, Rocco. At some point, we'll get Nathaniel and Jackie here as well. Did you find Luke 17? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Luke. It should be right there. Did you find it? Verse 11. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Because if you had leprosy, you had to stand way off. Well, they had to yell to get his attention. Also, that took time for the sermon. When he saw them, he said, go, show yourselves to the priest. And as they went... They were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? We'll finish there. Jesus' question, where are the other nine? Nine. According to several websites, introductions are important for speeches and we'll say sermons. Quote from a website. Since the introduction will be your audience's first impression of your presentation, it is important to spend time writing and practicing it. If you successfully get through the introduction of your speech, it improves the chances you will have a successful speech overall. The introduction sets the tone for the rest of your speech. And when you see that your hearers are with you, it will be a boost to your confidence. Well, here's my introduction. One word, leprosy. Wow. If you're bored right now, feel free to pick up your phone, go to Google Images, and just type in leprosy. You'll be excited the rest of the service. If that doesn't do anything for you, then type in Hansen's disease, because nowadays it's called Hansen's disease. 
There was a scientist back in 1874. His name was Hansen. He lived in Maine. And he's the one who discovered what the bacteria was that caused leprosy. So in 1874, it was called Hansen's disease. Hansen's disease. The funny thing is, there wasn't a cure for it until 1981, just a few years ago. So leprosy, but it's also called Hansen's disease. A couple things from Scripture. They stood at a distance. They had to stand at a distance from Jesus. They were not allowed to come near anybody, anybody with leprosy. They had to keep a distance, a minimum of six feet from other people, including their family members. Remember six feet with COVID? Six feet distance, huh? Remember that? Furthermore, lepers were not allowed to live within the walls of any city. They were cast out and completely avoided by everyone. Leviticus 13, as for the leper who has the infection, his clothes shall be torn and the hair of his head shall be uncovered and he shall cover his mustache and cry, unclean, unclean. He shall remain unclean all the days during which he has the infection. He is unclean. He shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. Again, from a commentary, leprosy was the most feared illness in that time. The term leprosy, see, I got your attention, don't I? Oh, yeah, sure. Don't need to make something up. The term variety of infectious skin rashes, scales, sores, or eruptions, not just clinical leprosy as we know it. As you can imagine, what a terrible illness. So these 10 lepers, they hung out together because they could hang out with somebody with leprosy because they already had it so that you can hang out with them, right? If something happened that you all of a sudden got a sore or a rash and started and it wasn't going away, anything like that, believe it or not, back then you went to the priest and the priest would ever look at it and he would be like, I don't look good. You better pack your bags because you had to go out of town. And so that person had to go out of town, had to leave their family, friends, leave everything, their job. They had to leave everything and go outside of camp. They had to stay there for seven days. After seven days, if they came back, the priest would look at it and say, sorry, still there. And your hair is starting to turn white. You better go back outside the camp for seven more days. If it kept going back, at some point, the priest said, there's nothing we can do. Your new residence is that colony outside of town so these 10 lepers they all got together all right so they're hanging out at some point somebody hears that jesus is coming by and one leper decides hey let's go see jesus you sure yeah i hear he's coming by listen i've heard in the news in fact i saw it online that he's healing people we better go find him out so these 10 lepers they choose to go and they see jesus standing far off and they yell to him what did they yell? It's funny. They didn't yell for healing. They said, Jesus, master, that word master in Greek means ma- authority, supreme authority. Have mercy or pity on us. <laughs> Can I go on a rabbit trail here? Can I please? It really bothers me when people do things just for pity. Does that bother you? 
when I when I see somebody on Facebook and they're like, oh, poor, poor me. Oh, I need this and I need this. I'm like, yeah, me. Yeah. Do you do that too? Because all they want is pity. Right? All they want is pity. Guess what these 10 lepers said? Jesus, master, have pity on us. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. He had to say that because the scripture, Old Testament Levitical book said, if you do it, you got to go to the priest. So Jesus is just following the law and saying, listen, go show yourself to the priest. And what does the scripture say? As they went, they were cleansed. First step, not sure if anything happened. Second step, not sure. Third step, I don't know. But the fourth step, they started, look, what's going on? What's happening? And they kept walking. And the scale started to fall off and their fingers started to grow back. Fingers, what are you talking about, Pastor Dan? Fingers, because Hansen's disease, leprosy, you started to lose feelings in your extremities, your toes, your fingers, and you couldn't feel pain. So if you touched something hot, you didn't know it was hot. You just kept touching it. It burned your fingers off. During nighttime, I'm going to go there. If something chewed on your finger, you didn't know anything was chewing on your finger because you had leprosy. You couldn't feel pain. Yeah, isn't this exciting? This is just the introduction. <laughs> yeah. Some of you are like, I'm going to Google now. Let's check this out. <laughs> WebMD, I think I got it, honey. I got it. <laughs> they go, the one guy, he sees something different. So he, the one guy comes back. Jesus says, weren't all 10 cleansed? So the rest of the sermon is about this question. Where are the other nine? Now, we don't actually know. So the rest of the sermon is a speculation, but we're going to see maybe what happened to the other nine. Is that all right? Number one, Larry the leper, Larry the leper. Larry the leper didn't turn back and go back because Larry the leper was too busy to go back and thank Jesus. Luke chapter 10, 38, 41, Martha is serving with her sister. And guess what? Martha was too busy. She goes, Jesus, tell Mary to, to help me out. She's too busy. She's doing all this stuff. And what did Jesus say? Mary has chosen what is better, just to sit in front of my feet. Luke 8, the parable of the sower, the seed among the thorns. The scripture says, those are those who hear, but as they go their way, they're choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures. They're too busy. Luke 14, parable of the great banquet. Come, everything is ready. Sorry, I can't. I bought a field. Can't come. Bought oxen. Can't. Got married. Larry the leper was too busy to return. Oh, this is fun, Pastor Dan. You're really going great. They, like Larry the leper, was too busy. Leper number two, we're going to call him Lamar. Lamar the leper, was he didn't go back because guess what? The cost was too much for Lamar the leper. It's too much. What do you mean it's too much? He may have had to hire a horse or a camel. Maybe he had to walk far. Maybe he had to buy new sandals. Maybe he had to join a caravan. Maybe he had to pay for a ride. Maybe he had to call Uber or Lyft. Somebody was the cost was just too much for Lamar, the leper, to find his way back to Jesus. Matthew 16, what does it say? Whoever comes after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever saves your life will lose it, but if you lose your life for me, you will find it. 
cost was too much. Matthew 19, the rich young ruler. What do I have to do? You got to do this, this, this. And Jesus said, well, if you have done all these things, then sell what you have and give to the poor. What does the scripture say? He went away sad because he had what? Great wealth. Lamar the leper didn't make it back because it cost too much. Number three, Lamont. Lamont the leper. Oh, he didn't go back because it was too much work. Too much work for Lamont the leper. Come on, he had to decide how to go. He had a length of stay. How much is it going to be? Do I need any deals? What's my credit card limit? I got to stay informed. I got to check last minute specials. I got to book a flight. I got to reserve a car. I got to buy a hotel. I got to make an agenda. I got to pay bills when I'm gone. I got to pack bags. Got travel insurance. Got to depart. Oh, that's too much. I don't think I could go. Just too much work. Too much work. Opposite Mark chapter 5, when the woman in the crowd had an issue of blood, and she said, I'm going to make my way. I'm going to make my way through the crowd. Somehow I got to get in touch the hem of his garment. Lamar the leper felt that it was just too much work. In Mark chapter 2, it wasn't too much work for four guys to get their friend. They dug a hole through the roof. If I'm the homeowner, I'm like, what, are you going to pay for this? Right? It wasn't too much work to get their friend to Jesus. But for Lamont the leper, it was too much work. Leper number four, we're going to call him Lance. Lance the leper. He didn't go, watch out, maybe because of family. Watch out. Now, there's good and bad about this. Should I do the good first or the bad first? Do the bad first. Do you know sometimes family can keep you from doing what you're supposed to be doing? Right? So what was his name? Lance, thank you. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from my cheat sheet back there, all right? Because I want it to appear that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so Lance, he's been gone for years. He's been away from his family. All of a sudden, he's scaled up. He's getting to go back home, and he's back there, and his wife is, oh, this is great. Look at the kids, everything like that. And Lance says, listen, I, I got to go tell Jesus thank you. And they're like, no, you ain't leaving. You know how long you've been gone? You know how much work has been stacked up since you've been gone? You ain't going back, but I got to go. to. No, you ain't going. No, you're staying right here, but I got to. Uh, listen, you go out that door. You'll never see this door again. Is family like that or what? Some of you are going to see that family on Thursday. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> but the other good thing is, guess what? For Lance, Lance could have been so enthralled with his family. I haven't seen him in so long. I, I, I'm pretty sure that Jesus knows that I just want to be with my family because I've been gone for so long. I've had to live with these nine stinking guys. and I just want to get back with my beautiful wife and my family. And that's maybe the reason why Lance didn't go back. Number five leper is Lewis. Don't tell him. <laughs> we know my friend Lewis. Don't tell Lewis that I used him as a servant. Perhaps Lewis didn't go back, Lewis the leper, because of a great word called doubt. I wonder if as Lewis was walking and he got there cleansed and maybe Lewis thought, you know what? I was actually getting better on my own anyways. I, I, I doubt if he had anything to do with it. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was the priest 
that got me this because I had to show myself to him. How many times has God done something and you're like, ah, that could have been him. I'm, I don't know. And doubt comes in, right? It's all about Thomas. Guess what? Doubt is okay because Thomas was one of the 12. Come on. Jesus picked him. Even though Thomas said, ah, unless I see his side and hands, I don't believe. Jesus still picked him. But maybe Lewis didn't go back because of doubt. <laughs> doubt. James 1, 6, he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the and he'll receive nothing. Poor Lewis didn't go back. Maybe he doubted. Leper number six, we're going to call him Luther. Compared to Lewis, very similar, Luther didn't go back the leper because he chose to give the credit to someone else. Because it wasn't Jesus at all that did this. It was the priest that did this. Why should I go back and thank him? He didn't do anything. It was the priest who did this for me. James 1, 7, oh, watch out. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. Sorry, Luther, leper, but it did come from Jesus. We doing okay? Oh, you're lying through your teeth, but that's okay. Number seven is Lloyd the leper. Lloyd the leper, perhaps he didn't go back because of a crazy word called pride. Because Luther didn't, wasn't, no, Lloyd. Lloyd didn't go back because he thought, I deserve this. My life has been such a wreck this whole seven years that I've been gone. I finally deserve this. I ain't going back because it's my turn now. And to thank him would give him the priority over rather than him saying, yeah, this is for me. So maybe Lloyd didn't go back because of pride. I deserve this. Guess what? None of us deserves anything but death. Thanks, Pastor Dan. I'll write that on my bumper sticker. Thank you very much. That's a great one. Listen, Isaiah 64 says that our righteous acts are like filthy rags. <laughs> we don't deserve anything. Isaiah 53, all of us have turned away. <laughs> Romans 3, there is none good. <laughs> Proverbs 11, when pride comes, so does disgrace. 2, Corinthians, 2 Chronicles 32, Hezekiah's heart was proud. He didn't respond to the kindness shown him, and the Lord's wrath was on him because of pride. And poor Lloyd the leper didn't go back because of pride. We're almost getting ready to land the plane. Leroy, the leper is number eight. Uh, is there somebody named Leroy over here? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Actually, some of you were thinking, oh, El, man, my name is El. Is he going to get me or not? Leroy, the leper is number eight. I'm so sorry, Leroy. Shut your ears. But Leroy, the leper didn't go back because he had no need of God in his life. He didn't need this, didn't need it. Guess what? I have nothing. I need something, and it's him. John 15, 5, apart from me, you can do nothing. 2 Corinthians 3, we can't claim anything for ourselves. So sorry, Leroy the leper. You do need God, and it was all about him. 
Upper number nine, we're going to call him Leon. We okay, Leon? Any Leons? Now I feel like I'm stepping on toes now. Leon the leper is number nine. This is a hard one, especially as you get older. Guess what? Poor Leon the leper didn't go back because he simply forgot. Forgot to go back. Can I tell you something? I can forget what I'm doing while I'm doing it. I can put stuff in a place in the house and say, I'll never forget it here because I'll know it's right here. I forgot where I put it. Even though I said, I'll never forget where I put this. I can make up a password. I'll never forget this password. Boom, gone. Two days, boom, I forgot it. Poor Leon forgot to go back. Forgot because of all those other things. He was too busy, all this stuff. And somehow poor Leon just forgot to go back. 162 times in the NIV, it says, remember, remember this, remember this. Deuteronomy 4, Deuteronomy 6, Deuteronomy 8, Deuteronomy 25. Do not forget how good God was to you. <laughs> poor Leon the leper forgot. But one did return. One did return. <laughs> We're going to call him Levi. I'm pretty sure there's no Levi's in that. You see, Levi returned because he made a decision to be grateful. Made a decision to be grateful. Why? Because... He wasn't too busy. The cost wasn't too high. He didn't mind the work it took to find Jesus. He had Jesus first, family second. He didn't doubt for one minute that it was Jesus that healed him. He wanted the credit to go to no one else but Jesus. He knew it was simply mercy that he was given. He knew he didn't deserve it. Now he really needed God and he didn't forget. And Levi was the one who said, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There's not too many times that I need to be thanked for something. Except if I ever see you in traffic and I let you in. <laughs> you better wave at me. I purposely kept that intersection open and you're just like zooming in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wonder if Jesus walked along going, what's up with this? I just cleansed 10 people and only one came back. <laughs> only one, only one. One author said this about these nine. The first leper had a flourishing family business business at Joppa. He was banished two years before as a leper outcast, and his wife and son tried to keep the business going. His competition took advantage of his absence, so following his cleansing, he headed to Joppa as fast as he could, so he didn't go back. The second leper was questioned as to why he didn't return, and he made this statement, I didn't want to be healed because I don't want to live. 
You see, I find life too difficult. Life is just a rat race. Everybody's trying to get their piece of manna. I don't want any responsibility. I'd rather die than have to face the difficulties of living. But now, no, thanks to Jesus, now I'm forced to go back on the treadmill, and now i got to find a job to keep it. After his encounter with Jesus, the third leper started immediately for his hometown. He knew his family and friends prayed daily for his cure, and he wanted to show them that prayers are answered, so he never looked back. The fourth and fifth lepers were close friends. Excitedly, they left for Caesarea. After about an hour of travel, they realized that they'd forgotten to thank Jesus. So they retraced their steps, but by the time they returned, Jesus was gone. The sixth leper knew he was healed, but he didn't care how it happened. He felt he got lucky, and he just wanted to get away from that seemingly God-forsaken village, so he chose to exit stage left. The seventh leper had three grandchildren whom he had not seen since his banishment four years. Those years seemed like a lifetime. As soon as he felt the change in his body, he headed for those grandchildren, and he just wanted to hold them forever. Honorable. The eighth leper believed the whole experience was probably just temporary, a momentary remission. How could any one person make a difference in human suffering anyways? Why thank anyone for getting involved? So after going to the priest, he simply went on to the next valley, feeling that he'd probably be forced to return to the leper colony anyways. A burning love is the reason the ninth leper did not return. Two years, one month, and 14 days earlier, on the last night of his freedom from the leper colony, he spent a moonlit evening with a young woman in Jericho. Knowing his condition, she still said, I'll wait for you. And those words kept him alive. And now he headed for Jericho on the run. He went with both fear and hope and fear that she might not be waiting, but hoping as she was. Where are the other nine? Don't know. All we know is they didn't go back to thank him. Where are the other nine? We don't know. But how about we be like the one, not the nine. For blessings of family, let's be the thankful one. For blessings of friends, let's be the thankful one. For blessings of freedom, let's be the thankful one. For blessings of faith, be the thankful one. Let's not just be thankful for the obvious blessings, for the life of Christian thankfulness is lived not only in the view of the obvious blessings, but also of the hard things as well. So, for hard lessons learned, be the thankful one. For increased humility, be the thankful one. For strength to persevere, be the thankful one. For occasions to serve, be the thankful one. For opportunities to forgive, be the thankful one. For obstacles faced, be the thankful one. And when you need healing, be the thankful one. Not going to be about those nine. I want to be about the one that said, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you. We're going to finish with a song that's called I'm Grateful. I invite you to stand. Afterwards, we're going to go into worship music. I'm going to give the worship band the time off for the service. But please stand as we sing and play I Am Grateful.